You are listening to the Pursuit of Manliness podcast, where we are vigorously equipping men to pursue biblical manliness. This is our midweek, a quiet life podcast that focuses on living a quiet life, mind your own affairs, work with your hands, and be dependent upon nobody. For more information, visit us at thepursuitofmanliness.com. You know, for some people, when they come to Christ, it's like this divine switch is flipped. You know what I'm talking about? Where it is 2 Corinthians 5.17 lived out right in front of your eyeballs. You know, anyone in Christ, they're a new creation. The old is gone, the new has come. And it's, it's, it's just immediate and it's obvious. You know, I know for me, when I finally surrendered to Jesus, the problem I had was I had enough religion in my background that I could still kind of buffalo my way through things, right? Like you could still kind of say the right thing or start to speak the language, if you will. And um, it took me a while to get my, my sea legs. It took me a while to really get my feet under me and say, okay, I'm living this out with, with conviction. I'm living this out with obedience. And there's a transformation that needs to take place. One of the areas that um, I think I struggled for a long time, and the Lord began to wake me up in this slowly, was when it came to a work ethic. You know, the Bible talks about working with your hands. I'm not really skilled at working with my hands when we think of it in our most natural context. You think back a couple centuries ago, we were a pretty agrarian society. You know, there were hunters, there were gatherers, there were farmers, there were, you know, everyone added something to uh, that culture, that society that added value. Uh, If you didn't add value... You might be on the menu, I don't know, but everyone did. And then we moved to kind of in this industrial uh, way of living, and that was more factory-based and construction. And, and, and again, everything's still pretty outside. People didn't spend a lot of time inside. And now, as I sit here in 2022, I would say most men that I can think of, not all, but most men that I can think of are in climate-controlled situations. Winter, the heat goes on. Summer, the air goes on. You know, spring and fall, we we moan that we wish we were outside. Not everybody's this way. I'm just saying, a lot of guys are this way. I find myself in the same situation. So when this happens, you can really struggle with your identity when it comes to your work ethic, when it comes to working with your hands. I'm out here in the garage, not because I'm savvy uh, with with tools or I'm not savvy with with building or... um, repairing things or anything like that. No, I don't, I don't do that. Um, I, I try, I try, but, uh, no, not with a lot of success. No, I'm out here. Uh, one major reason is because in that corner over there where you see some of them white boxes and that high top table and those flags, that's where the audio and video content of the pursuit of mailing has started. And I struggled with that. I struggled with that, having that conversation in a corner of my garage because the natural thought process is, well, that's a garage guy. 
well, I am a garage guy, but not in the same sense. So I really struggle with, man, I don't want to be a fraud in this. I don't want to try to give off something that I'm not. That doesn't mean I don't try. But what I learned in that corner of that garage, you talk about working with your hands. That was a way that I could work with my hands. I could record audio. I could record video. I could get it out to you guys. We could have ongoing conversations. Um, that doesn't mean I don't do fixing things and mowing things. and those, those, It doesn't mean I don't try to do that stuff. I do. So we need to figure out what does it look like for me to, to work with my hands because I think we've lost something in convenience. In this climate-controlled world we live in, we can acquire just about anything, at least right now, just about anything, with minimal effort. And if you got a credit card, you could just about get anything you need. But I think that does, I think that damages us in some way. And if that ever goes away, are you prepared to work with your hands, do what needs to be done so that you can provide? So that you can add value to your family or whatever. You know, we go back to Genesis chapter 2, verse 15, and God put Adam in the garden to work it and keep it. Some of y'all never had a garden. Uh, we've grown stuff here, we grow bucket gardens and other things. It's a lot of work. Don't lose the, the discipline of cultivation. Cultivation means I take something from here and I move it to here because it's better over here than it was over here. But in that process, there's a lot of sweat equity. There's time, money, whatever. You say it's worth it. It's worth it to take it from here to here. Why do I do that in the garden? Because I want to eat. Because I want the food that I'm trying to grow. Because I want to know that I'm going to have it. Because I want to see these things develop. You cultivate wherever you work at. You're cultivating something. You're cultivating a reputation that you work hard. You're cultivating a reputation that you're lazy. I can remember specific times in my life where somebody called me lazy. And honestly, they were right. But I decided at some point that will never be my story again. No one will ever call me lazy again. Colossians 3.23, whatever you do, work heartily for the Lord. Not for man, but for the Lord. So no matter what you do, you could fly a plane, you could drive a semi, you could work fast food, you could work in the hotel industry, you could be, uh, uh, you could be a coach, you could be a lawyer, you could be a doctor, you could be a anything in between. It doesn't matter what you do. Work with your hands. Use your hands to bring Glory to God. I've said many times, and there's always a guy who will say, not me, and that's fine. You're the exception. I understand. But men with unaccounted for time, unaccounted for money, um, usually find themselves in some kind of trouble. So I'm going to work with my hands. I'm going to bring glory to God while I'm doing it. And I, what I'm going to do in that is I'm going to demonstrate what a good work ethic is. I don't want to be lazy. I, I don't want to be the guy that they say, "Oh man, I don't want to have, I don't want to have Samuels on the team." Man, he he doesn't do any of the work. We got to carry the load. Of course, he's trying to get. Out, of course, he's trying to get out of the work. Of course, he's trying to disappear. There are certain people. They're pretty good at getting out of work. They're pretty good. At they don't understand the the principle. Work with your hands.
that second uh, Thessalonians chapter three talks about that if you don't work, you don't eat. I'm not saying that's true today necessarily. We have a lot of people who aren't working and they're eating really good. We have a lot of people who are, are not working and they're waiting for a handout. That's that last principle. And don't depend on anybody. They are. They're waiting for someone to deliver the food to their house. They're waiting for someone to bail them out. They're waiting for someone to pay their bills. They're wait- don't, don't be that guy. Christian men should not be that guy. Christian men should be the example. We should be the standard bearer. Let me read this to you. Paul wrote this in uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, uh, starting in verse 10. But by the grace of God, I am what I am, and his grace toward me was not in vain. In, in, not in vain. <clears throat> On the contrary, I worked harder than any of them, though it was not I, but the grace of God that is in me. Whether it was I or so we preach so that you believe. Paul says, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to outwork everybody. How did Paul outwork everybody? Planting churches, preaching Jesus, making disciples. What are you doing? I got to ask myself, what am I doing? Was the grace of God towards me in vain? Was the grace of God towards me so that I could become spiritually constipated? Was the grace of God towards me so that I could remain in the spiritual high chair the rest of my life, just waiting for people to feed me? Was the grace of God shown to me so that I could outwork others, not to measure myself against them, but I could get some bruises, I could get exhausted, I can get some shin splints, just trying to work hard. I don't want my job to be my identity. I don't want where I park my car Monday through Friday to to be what gives me my joy, what gives me purpose. Nope. But that is an extension of what Christ has done in me. And then I come home and I get to work the most important job. If it comes down to what you do for a living or your marriage, you should always choose your marriage. But hear this. Choosing your marriage means that you will do something or two or three somethings to make sure you take care of your bride. Amen? And think about all that. I'll talk to you guys in a little bit. Thank you for listening to the Pursuit of Manliness podcast. If you would, make sure to visit iTunes and leave a five-star review to let others know what you think of this show. When you get a chance, make sure to visit thepursuitofmanliness.com to see what is available in the gear store, find more information out about Tribe, and much more. Thanks for listening, and let's keep pursuing biblical manliness. Manliness.